This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, let's take the temperature of this team with Chase McCabe. He is program director and host on ESPN 102.5 FM in Nashville. The Tennessee Titans win total set at seven and a half, juice to the under at minus 120. Chase, good morning to you. And what is the feeling around the Titans? I know this is a very generic question, but when you come off a season where you start off seven and three, and then you lose seven of eight, including or winning seven of eight, then you lose seven straight to end the season. How are the Titans feeling? How are the how's the fan base feeling about you know sort of some turnover that they've had in a team that has potential, but now seems to have some work ahead of it? I think there's excitement, but maybe cautiously optimistic would also be the best way to put it. But the mm-hmm. excitement stems from the fact that the Titans have just signed DeAndre Hopkins, and even though it's been a handful of practices that we've gotten to see as the media. He's impressed and looked like DeAndre Hopkins. So that puts everybody in a good mood and gets everybody very excited. All right. So set the national listening audience straight <laughs> when it comes to Ryan Tannehill. As somebody who is a Titans fan and somebody who is a Ryan Tannehill stand for a long time until that playoff game against the Bengals, uh, what's your take on Ryan Tannehill? Because how many discussions have you seen? Oh, is Will Levis going to overtake Ryan Tannehill in game one for the Titans? Can you set the listener straight? Or maybe I'm wrong here. What do you think uh, this season holds for Ryan Tannehill? How many discussions ha- have I seen? How many discussions have I had on, on this subject? Uh, listen, Ryan Tannehill is a solid, good National Football League starting quarterback. That is, that is the best way for me to put it. And for him to have success, for him to be a championship-winning quarterback, the team around him has to be really, really good. And, you know, you look back to a few years ago, they did make it to the AFC Championship game. They ran into Kansas City, couldn't get past them. And then you, you mentioned uh, you had a playoff game against Baltimore. He didn't play very well. The, re- the rest of the team didn't play well. So that, you know, it was the result there. And then you had the Cincinnati game where the defense just smothered Joe Burrow, and yet three interceptions cost them the win. Um, everything has to go at, you know, really, really well around Ryan Tannehill for them to be successful. That's why I think fans are excited because you've brought in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, and Traylon Burks, the second-year receiver, he looks lean. He looks like an NFL wide receiver now. He seems to be in a much better headspace when it comes to playing in the NFL. He was on our station last week and and talked about his preparation had changed that now he understood what it took to be a pro. Uh, So if you get all those things and not to mention the guy wearing 22 in the backfield, um, then things could go in a different direction for the Titans, but the offensive line is in question. So that's why there's always going to be those question marks when it comes to Ryan Tannehill of, can he win that big one? And uh, it's just, kind of a wait and see with him. But, I I mean, I like him. I don't see Will Levis taking the job right now. In fact, Malik Willis looks better than Will Levis at this point in Mm -hmm. training camp. Uh, So I I think that it's Ryan Tannehill's job, and then beyond this year, well, that's a wait and see. We're talking with Chase McKay, program director and host on ESPN 102.5 FM in Nashville. You can't talk about the Titans without talking about Derrick Henry, and he has led the NFL in rushing attempts three of the last four seasons. We know ultimately that offense runs through him. How worried are you about the workload 
he has taken on in his career. Certainly, he's built different. As the kids would say, he's him, he's different, he's built different. But at some point, it doesn't matter how good you are, those carries take a toll. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've been worried about the workload for the last four years, and he's you know shown me that it doesn't matter. Because um, like you said, he's he's built different. He works differently. Um, he was here a lot of the off season, which was cool. And, and usually he goes and does his own thing and everybody's cool with that. But he was here because Tim Kelly took over as the offensive coordinator. He wanted to spend more time with him and learn the offense. The offense is a little more up-tempo than they've been used to the last few years. So, I mean, that right there shows you that, okay, you, you trust Derek to put in the work. But, you know, right now I, I'm going to trust him to still be, you know, do I expect 2,000 yards? No. But he got almost 1,600 last year, was second in the league, and everybody looked at him like, oh, he's lost a step. Oh, Derrick Henry, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That burst isn't there anymore, <laughs> and he still rushed for 1,600 yards. So if he's anywhere from a 13 to a 1,500-yard running back, then I'm fine with that, and I think the Titans are fine with that. I, I'm I'm curious with the offense because everybody says that you know the offense is going to adapt a little bit. Um, this organization's always been run first and run heavy, going back to Eddie George, um, you know, since they got to, to Nashville. But you have these two receivers that you want to use. They have a tight end in Chicka Conquo that I think has a lot of talent. So at what point do you back off on Derrick Henry in the run game and spread it around? And, you know, going back to the Tannehill conversation, is that something that you trust him to do? Uh, I think we will get more of a, an answer on uh, September 10th at New Orleans when, when they really start showing us something. But um, I'm, um, I'm curious to see Derrick Henry and, and the workload. I, they've never been the kind to just hold back carries from him because they're worried about his workload. So it, it, to me, it's all going to be about what the offense looks like and how much he gets. All right, Chase. So we're a betting show, and I think the Titans are always very interesting because, because it feels like they never – get any kind of credit in the bar, the betting world. Right now, it's the Jags that are big favorites to win the division. Minus 155, the Titans sitting at plus 325. Do you think the Titans have a shot at winning the division despite these odds? Absolutely, I do. I Look, oh, yeah. Jacksonville, I've said this on my show, and I haven't had a lot of pushback for this. Jacksonville didn't win the division last year. The Titans lost it. The Titans lost seven in a row, and then it came down to a winner-take-all, basically a playoff game in Jacksonville, in which the Titans came very close to winning that game with Joshua Dobbs at quarterback on a fluke fumble play. Um, That's what ended the game, essentially, gave Jacksonville the win. So do I think Jacksonville's talented? I do. I think Trevor Lawrence, maybe not this year, but soon will be in the MVP discussion. I think he's a very talented quarterback. But they're also the Jags. I've seen this uh, my whole life that you think, okay, here they go. They're about to get on a run of dominance for a few years, and they can't win back-to-back divisions. Um, They do have a good coach in Doug Peterson. I think he's been good for Trevor Lawrence after the debacle that was the Urban Meyer situation. But what is Calvin Ridley after missing over a year? You know, is he still – can he be a dominant number one receiver? You know, can Christian Kirk – still do good things for them. Uh, can can the offensive line keep uh, Trevor Lawrence upright? I mean, there's a lot of the same questions that the Titans have, the Jags have too. So 
the odds are interesting to me that they're so heavy in favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's why I think there's good value taking the Titans because with the Titans' schedule, Jacksonville has to play a first-place schedule. The Titans' schedule is much more favorable for them, and so I think they, they have a very good shot at winning the division. We're chatting with Chase McCabe. He is the program director and host on ESPN 102.5 FM in Nashville talking Tennessee Titans. Let's switch gears and talk about the defense a little bit because this was a Jekyll and Hyde D last season where they allowed the fewest rushing yards per game in the NFL, but they were worst at stopping the pass. And as we know, this is a passing league. So if you're Tennessee, how do you mitigate that and improve that secondary? Well, I, I think the, the biggest thing is going to be it starts up front. And we, we know what Jeffrey Simmons can be. Jeffrey Simmons is one of the mm-hmm. premier uh, defensive players, defensive linemen in the National Football League. But Harold Landry, who had led the team in sacks the year before with 12, was out, tore his ACL in training camp, didn't play a snap in the season. Bud Dupree was up and down with injury. When Bud was on, he was on. When he was off, he was off. Um, and so the pass rush wasn't what it was the year before. It wasn't the same pass rush that you know had those nine sacks on Joe Burrow in the, in the playoff game. And so um, that, you know, obviously it starts up front. you got to have a pass rush. That's going to help the secondary. I believe they have that now. Harold Landry has been on the practice field every day of training camp without a knee brace. He looks good. He feels good. Uh, in fact, he was very, very adamant about that the other day when he spoke to us. And then you got Arden Key that they brought in. And while I see him as a rotational player um, with a few other guys in there, I, I, I really like the addition of Arden Key. Uh, he gave the Titans fits last year when he played for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I, I think he's going to be a, a nice addition there. And then, you know, hopefully the secondary uh, can do their part. They've added Sean Murphy Bunting uh, as a cornerback. Um, I, I know the secondary, though, is going to be the biggest question for the defense. If if they can get a pass rush, though, I do have faith in those corners. I think Roger McCreary in his second year is going to take big steps. Christian Fulton's in a contract year, so the hope there is you know he can stay healthy. Um, and, and that's honestly the biggest thing for the secondary is can they stay healthy. Christian Fulton's never played a full season in his career. Uh, he needs to do that this year, but – uh, Kevin Byard leads the way in that secondary, and uh, he seems to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder, which I think is going to be a very good thing for the Titans. All right, Chase, only a couple minutes left, but let's play ceiling and floor. What is the ceiling for this Titans team, and what is the floor? Last year, I think we saw some of the floor, and it was very low. Yeah, I mean, I would say that that's that's the floor. I mean, you know, a sub-500 team that – uh, doesn't make the playoffs. You you have a struggling offense, um, and, and Titans fans listening to this right now are like getting the sweats. I'm sure because uh, that's kind of what it felt like last year. So I, I would say that that's that is for sure the the floor, the ceiling. Being realistic, the ceiling is winning the division with a favorable schedule in a weaker division, and then you know seeing what happens, but likely, you know, maybe making it to the divisional round, depending on where you're seated. Um, but I mean, right now today, I, I don't think this is a Super Bowl caliber team. I, I mean, even through the whole DeAndre watch, I was like, he's going to make your team better. Uh, he probably gives you a better chance to win the division, but you're not a Super Bowl or a DeAndre Hopkins away from winning the Super Bowl. Um, but we've seen crazy things happen in this league, but I would say, 
the ceiling is winning the division and, and maybe a playoff win. Make sure you check him out as host on ESPN 102.5 FM in the Music City. It is our friend Chase McCabe. Chase, great analysis. We appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.